Well, thank you for joining the show today. This one is going to be a tad different. We are kind of working on a variety of different projects at the moment. And this past week, we were up to one of those projects that we can't wait, wait to release to you. Uh, but we weren't didn't have time to actually record a full show this week, unfortunately. But luckily for you, we've had an episode in the vault for a very long time that we recorded back in March. That at the time, we were absolutely disgusted with and we never wanted to see the light of day. Well, we re-listened to it. And we think now is the right time to release this episode. So we look forward to sharing that with you. In this episode, we talk about Burger King's blunder on International Women's Day, Gen Z trying to cancel Eminem, and we get into space and Bitcoin and debt, all of it. It's a spicy episode full of interesting things. We're grateful to be able to share that with you today. We hope you have a great week and it all starts now. Innovation is in our veins. Soon the whole world will know our names. Sharing our knowledge and freedom reign. We here for the people, you know it's our way. Setting foundations is part of the dream. It doesn't matter if you're new to the game. Listen up now, cause we all gon' say. Ugh. Elevate, 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 higher, elevate, 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 higher. We gon' rise up, we all gon' shine. Work through adversity, stay on the grind. Elevate, elevate, this is our time. Elevate, elevate. Welcome to the Elliot Podcast, everyone. It's so great to see all of you one more time. As you can tell, it's your boy, Josh Dalton. And we are happy to be back in the show, back in the studio with Mac pushing the buttons behind the scenes. Hi. We and love you, Mac. Up. And she is mic'd up because today, well, we have an interesting, spicy interesting. episode. We are currently recording this on a Wednesday, which is the Wednesday after International Women's Day. Oh, we're going. We're going straight to this, eh? Shout out Mac for being a woman. I am woman. Uh-huh. We want to get onto all of it because the really the spiciness of International Women's Day was. We're going to get into. Obviously, we are marketing. We talk about marketing on this podcast once in a while. Every once in a while, we there had was some marketing. Some Women's Day, dude. Quote unquote marketing with Burger King sending out this tweet: "Women belong in the kitchen." Period. Period, queen. Period. You tell them. They made sure they used proper grammar on well, this one. It's the UK account, so that makes sense. Now, oh, here's the thing. They're, that they're I, better than us, I guess. Yes. What <laughs> I noticed initially when this came out, two things. I just thought that sentence in its own tweet was a little in poor taste, but I understood it was marketing. The only thing that made me think someone was trying to play a cruel joke is they went through... See what it says 10 hours, 10 hours, and 8 hours? Oh. When I first wa- looked at it, normally when a business or brand has consecutive tweets that they can't fit in one, they'll put one out of three, and the others follow immediately within the same five minutes. True. These, this one was almost an hour after. This one was two hours after. So it's like they posted this to see if they could get away with it, realized they couldn't, and had to come in clutch with like a backup. So you, oh. I think they wanted to just post that and see if they could get away with it, and they realized, no way, it's not going to happen. Interesting. And they had to come in with this. All right, so for those who are listening, we'll actually read out the second and third tweets. So second tweet came as, you you think, it says here 10 hours and 10 hours. You think but it came an hour after. That's because it's a screenshot, though. When you click the individual tweet, you can see the oh, time. Oh, the timestamp. Okay. So it's it's 10 hours, but it's within, it's like 53 minutes later. Wow. Okay. That's a long time. That is a long time. So yeah, so first tweet, women belong in the kitchen. Second, if they want to, of course, yet 
Only 20% of chefs are women. We're on a mission to change the gender ratio in the restaurant industry by empowering female employees with the opportunity to pursue a culinary career. Hashtag IWD. That was the second tweet that you said. Yeah. came 53 minutes after the first uh, one. Something like that. Yeah, don't quote me on that, but it's... All right, quoted. Third tweet comes two hours later. Yeah. We are proud to be launching a new scholarship program which will help female Burger King employees pursue their culinary dreams, exclamation mark. Seems a little, uh, I don't know. I personally, I mean, I get it. These, I, I get these actually are very inspiring. I think that's cool. Yeah. You know, great, awesome. But like a tweet can hold a lot more characters than that. So if this was your, actually a your true message, you, you could have at least got some of it into that one. That's my only thing. No, I get it. That's my shtick. I understand. I, cause this, is, this is what I was thinking. Yeah. Obviously, I, I was, I'm not going to lie, I, I laughed when I first saw it. I was oh, like, dude, same. This is ridiculous. Um, and then I started kind of going into it. And there's some, I actually came across some LinkedIn stuff about yeah. it. And people were, you know, obviously debating, is this, great, was this a great marketing ploy? Or right. is this going to totally kill their business? Yeah. What's it going to be, right? And uh, and honestly, I just think it was such a very strategic move because you brought up the you know the the hourly stuff and whatever yeah. I, I think that i think i think even i don't know if it was about them trying to get it see if they can get away with it i think it was all very well planned because they wanted to get as much attention on this tweet as possible i mean you know what probably because when i asked mac to google burger king now it's all these news articles burger king was trending on twitter everyone's talking about burger king on international women's day yeah, this was the, someone brought up this. I heard, and this is like the only thing that actually would have been better. Yeah, is if their their whole goal essentially is International Women's Day, and everyone's talking about Burger King. It would have been a, an excellent marketing move if they changed their name to Burger Queen for the day. Yeah, that would have been cool um, because now we're talking about Burger. Queen, Burger King. Which came first, Dairy Queen or Burger King? Because I'm wondering if one came in rebuttal and was like, mm. mm, we're going to do it like this. Oh, that's a great question. Like, was one of them, like, in spite of, mm. I wonder which came first. Oh, Max doing a nice little. 1940. 1940. 1940. And then Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen came in 1940. Burger King, 1954. Yeah, so they. Oh. Maybe they were like, no. We can't say Burger King. Queen. We're going to go with King. Yeah, interesting King stuff only. Yeah, what was McDonald's came after? McDonald's came after Burger King. I think they McDonald's came in the 60s. Was one, McDonald's was one of the latest founded ones. Wow, they're like the newest, aren't they? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they came in the late 60s. Oh, Whoa, oh I was wrong. 55. Okay, so it's in the middle. Yeah. Well, yeah, 56 at Burger King and 40, wasn't it? 1940. 40 was Dairy Queen. Yeah. Yeah. 1940. Wow. Chick Fil A. 1946. Like. Oh, they all kind of like fast food had a had a a thing. Oh, dude, because people in America were like, we can sell these people. There's an interesting video, and here's my thing on why I think, um, in North America specifically, um, it's like an issue when you do search up this YouTube video. You don't have to, but um, it's like portion sizes America compared to the UK. Oh boy, oh, oh it's bad. Yes. Have any of you guys seen that? Yeah, it's insane. Like a small fries here is like a mi- like miniature in the in the, in the UK. Yeah, like it's, it's like three fries over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Food Insider. And just like go to a random spot to where they like might compare. Yeah, 
So 14 is the biggest in the UK. All right. Eight pieces, 12 pieces. Those things are ginormous. Those things are on steroids, bro. Ew. 16 piece. And it just but looks grosser. And they look like obviously genetically modified to they be. They do. They bigger. doesn't look like chicken. No. Anyway, oh, Burger that, King. <laughs> not Burger <laughs> King. Anyways, yeah. That was just the point. Is just yeah. like, I think that there was a bunch of people in America at one point and went, look, we can, we can take this. over with a crappy food. And back then, I mean, there wasn't I, as many regulations. I feel like they low key got people addicted to fast food. 100%. Cheap price. A bunch of MSG that makes crappy food taste good. Right. And then one did it, the next did it. Someone who made burgers, then chicken, and then, like, just they all did it. All, like, in the 50s. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that can be said for pretty much any industry. Because totally. the same thing is, like, social Cars. media. Yeah, Cars. social media, yeah. yeah. It all kind of came around the same time. As Within, when people, like, 10 years. Yeah, when they all just got, discover something new. Yep. They, yep. You know, things start popping up. That makes sense. So fast food was the 50s. And in some cases, the 40s. Which is yeah, crazy. yeah. So like 40s, it's crazy yeah. that Dairy Queen was started during the world, the Second World War. That's not. I know. Very interesting. How can you imagine starting a business during that time? Especially that's when wild. the government could basically ration and take whatever they wanted. Yeah, that's tough. And they were able to get their hands on dairy. Right. So we think. Right. Well, <laughs> to I be mean, honest, back then it probably was real. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But now, I don't think they're allowed to call it ice cream, are they? Because they're always called frozen treats. Oh, aren't they called frozen treats now? At Dairy Queen? Yeah, mm. because it's like if it's a frozen treat, and same like, um, I think in the grocery store, there's Briars mm. frozen something, and then there's Briars ice cream. One's in a blue container, one's in a black one. Right. Right. Oh yeah. Desserts. Yeah. Frozen because yeah, because it's not real. Because it has to contain at least fifty-one percent milk fat to be dairy. Interesting. And there is dozen. Either way, I guess we'll, that we'll, we'll circle back to this Burger King thing. So, again, uh, I I personally thought it was a good marketing play for them. For them specifically, I understand the we get why people would think it's poor. Taste. Totally, I yeah, get it. Totally, yeah, it was. But it's also not the most outlandish thing a brand has done. Yeah, which what can you say? I think yeah, like oh man, I guess it comes down to the conversation about edginess, right? I yeah, mean, we think about. Um, friggin' let's talk about Eminem. Yeah, back he, in the nineties, he's trying to be canceled right now. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's actually real. One girl put out one TikTok video, and that's what came to all the <laughs> my steam. dad texted me and was like, "You and Gen Z are trying to take everything from me." Or like, he was like, "What?" <laughs> he was like, "Tell Gen Z to stop trying to cancel Eminem." Like, <laughs> I was like, "Okay, you're the spokesperson for all Gen Z." <laughs> he's funny. I was like, "But it's true." I was like, "Yo, like." He's already he's tried he's been canceled and he's defended his lyrics and he's like I said it yeah I have him well I, I came <laughs> it across happened yeah I, there's one TikTok I came across uh, where this dude was just like really this is the song you want to cancel him over right my generation we're just like oh that's when Eminem started chilling out <laughs> yeah <laughs> just true if you really want to go to his real stuff that's the old when real he was thing. like putting nails through his eyelids and yeah. stuff like hey kids you like violence yeah like. Yep, it was Ugh. crazy the stuff that he was talking yeah. about. It was his relapse albums, like Easy Peasy. Right. Everything's breezy. 
Yeah, recovery. Recovery, recovery. sorry. Re- relapse was trash. The, yeah. yeah. Recovery was yeah. the one that's like. That was an Unreal album. I have to admit. Oh, Recovery? I loved Recovery. It was sick. That was like the height of my like sweet chili heat Mountain Dew Call of Duty nights, dude. <laughs> my Xbox gamer tag was Eminem Gamer. Oh, no. Ew. <laughs> Isn't that awful? I hate me. Like, that sucks. Eminem Gamer. Wow. Dude, dude I think I was. That's comical. Eminem. Yeah, I literally <laughs> thought it was Eminem. I had an Eminem poster in my room. Wow. Uh, we were about it. Did she take selfies with it and beside it? Probably on yeah. my Nokia fake Blackberry. Amazing. Yeah. Quality. Was, oh, yeah, man. I was about it. So, again, I can see why. Again, back to this Burger King stuff. The only thing I have against it is because Burger King has a track record oh. of slamming the feminist movement. Really? Yeah. Oh, so you want to pull up that. the first song, I Am Man, that video there? Mm-hmm. See, I, I, okay, Let's I've, play never, this. I've never seen this. I am man, hear me roar. The number's too big to ignore. And I'm way too hungry to settle for chick food. Because my stomach's starting to grow. Whoa. Have you ever seen this before? <laughs> no, me either. So this came out Texas in 2006, 2007. This is when it aired. Um, and it was obviously, it's like, if you just look at it by itself, it, like, it's ridiculous, but also hilarious. Oh, we, yeah, it's, it's comical. A, it's like comical to the point of like, what did I just watch? Yeah. Like I'm laughing at them yeah, more so. But then I didn't know this at the time. Because okay. I, remember, I remember when I first saw that commercial, I was... This is 2007. I was probably 14, 13, 14. Right. I was like, that's hilarious. You know, guys yeah, doing man. stupid crap. Yeah. I'm a man if I eat a double Whopper. My dad's like, oh, no. I was like, what? Oh, no. He's like, that literally, that song they just parodied was like the anthem for the, fe- the feminist movement in the 70s. Oh, So if you want to go to no. I Am, the next tab over by Helen Reddy. Oh, there's like an actual song, dude. Yeah. yeah and they parodied like- the song. No. No. Yes, dude. Oh. So, this is Burger King. This was so brave of her, also. Oh, for the seventies, hundred percent. She's so brave. Yes, literally crazy. It's so all that put together. So that's what I think. When you see, when I look at, say, the marketing thing from twenty twenty one. I was like, okay, you know, that we can chalk that up to marketing. But you see what Burger King done as right, a whole. It's like, past, okay. Maybe they're like fueled a little. Yeah. What, is there anything behind it? I don't know. They're trying Whoa. to do something good in 2021. Granted, this is all 15 years apart, 14 years totally, apart. Totally, yeah. So people change. I get it. But, you know, the tracker is there at the same time. Yeah. I feel like it's also easier for a person to change rather than it is for a corporation to change. Oh, 100%. 
Yeah. Because 15 year CEOs, that's probably the same, still probably the same CEO. Or there's still some C level executives that are the same to this mm, day. Right. I'm curious what the marketing department looks like. Totally. I'm curious as to what their executive team looks like as mm-hmm. well. But as I, we said at that off the top, that t- a tweet came from Burger King UK. Yes. So it wasn't an American, you know, movement. I don't know. Is, um, is, is that like. I don't know how it works. Is I, that geographical typical to. I have no clue. And I'm not trying to insinuate anything, but is yeah. it like standard in the UK maybe a, to make like a crass joke for marketing? Good question. Like, is that like typical there to like use a joke as marketing? Maybe like maybe as a North American, we're like, whoa. But maybe in the UK, they're like, oh, this is pretty normal. Maybe lots of brands do that. I don't know. Maybe. I feel like too, because in the UK, I feel like it's easier to get away with. I don't know. Because I feel like the US kind of, I, I know they're very, they're edgy in the US as well. But right. in the UK, I feel like, oh, they're just like, we've never done this. Or like they can be like, this is just, people can look at it and be like, oh, it's the UK, haha. Like it's not the Got States it. making this kind of joke. Right. It's like, oh, we can look at it in a different light because it's a different country. Yeah. In a different, completely, like their Continent, cultures. Yeah. yeah. Their culture is so different over there. Yeah. So realistically, what does that actually mean? Right. For them to tweet That's that? true. Yeah. yeah I'm mean, not sure. I mean, I have, a, I do have a lot of friends that come from a variety of different countries yeah. and they've all pretty much said the same thing. They rip me as a Canadian for being, um, for not understanding what real danger is because I've put myself in situations where there's like, why would you ever do that? And I was like, right. oh, I thought they were nice people. He's like, dude, I, my country, we, would never do that. We would be dead. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, oh, okay. And there's like, you, that's a problem. Canadians, man, they have never encountered real danger in their lives. And, uh, and I was like, interesting. Yeah. I just, it's hard to believe. I, I, there's nights where I'll be on TikTok and it'll be like, just randomly. I, Cause I really am into space stuff mm. and it will take like a, a human and then zoom you out all the way to the Milky Way. Yes. And I'm like, dude, I'm so small. Right. I mean nothing. We're nothing. nothing. I'm doing this for nothing. <laughs> What's well, well, what is cracking me up? But the, what, then I go, but I'm here, so I might as well make the most of it. Right. No, and, and it makes sense. Well, the things I was laughing, I was like watching a podcast about Bitcoin. Yeah. And it, he, oh, I want to talk about that after. Okay, we definitely will. Um, is the he was just, this guy who is a kind of expert on Bitcoin was talking about uh, got into like kind of the space and yeah dyson sphere all this type of stuff totally. right and like it just like using that conversation about what's beyond our galaxy yeah and galactic travel this that the other yeah. you know like the next question that was posed to this man on the podcast was like all right cool that's really awesome but how let's zoom it back down to here how do i use bitcoin to pay for things at walmart yeah <laughs> you know and i was like but that's really so dumb at the end of the day isn't it like that's that's where we're at is buying things in a system that we created and made up. Like is, money's nothing. Yeah, like money actually has no value. Well, there's nothing that has value. Like there's just nothing. nothing. Period. It's just the only reason cruising. it has value is because some this building is here because someone one day looked at the plot of land and said, "Here, this is mine." Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. All the rich people who own land on Broadway in New York, some settler said mine, and they're thanking God that it turned into Broadway in New York. That's the only reason. Because someone just fought for it and defended their land, Mm -hmm. so this is mine. 
And then the same reason, money. They were like, money, this bill means $100, and $100 is valuable. And we just believed them. And it's all backed by, every, at least at, at least back in the day. It was backed by gold. It was backed by gold, and it made sense in some regard. Totally. But, but the Canadian but banking system is not backed by gold. They were all backed by debt. We're, yeah, we're backed by promises that's and IOUs. Nuts. nuts. Like that's if you could nuts. convince a population to not believe that money has value, the world would crumble. Yeah, quickly. Very quickly. It, and that's even what uh, Elon brought up in a tweet he recently posted was after he got ridiculed for putting $1.5 billion in Bitcoin. Yeah. And he was just like, guys, you know, Bitcoin's that, a less BS version of the dollar. Yeah. Also, that's nothing to him. Yeah. He's worth $183 billion. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, I, and I get that. He's, he's worth a lot. But just the point is... But like, what does that even mean? One hundred eighty-three. That that means nothing. Yeah, it's all an unexplainable amount of wealth. A human cannot spend that in a lifetime. A family of a hundred couldn't spend that in a lifetime. That would take nations out of debt. Yeah, but that means nothing. And Mm -hmm. those like it's just it means nothing. That's it. It's all meaningless. (laughs) That's it. Just print more money. Yeah, just print more money, lol. (laughs) I mean, guess it goes back to our Bitcoin conversation. That. I've done so much thinking research on this and I'm totally bought into it. It's more risky to keep your assets in, in dollars than it is to keep it in crypto. Here's the only thing though that I've been watching is that, and I don't give this guy a lot of credit, but there's been other very reputable sources um, similar, but like Grant Cardone, um, which there's one or two things that he says that, you know, have come out to be true. So I, I uh, my personal bias can't be the only thing that prevents me from using him as an example. Um, and I forget the other guy's name. He's an older gentleman. He's very blunt up front. He curses a lot. He looks like um, Colonel Sanders. Anyway, it's this. It's this. Um, it's a very successful businessman who claims he knows who created Bitcoin. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, and then there's been a couple other sources that have said that if we find out who created Bitcoin, everyone would want to sell it. I don't know, you know, but apparently we're going to be astonished when the day we find out. I hope, I mean, I don't think it's going to cause uh, it to sort of like drop. Who could it be that's that? Well, from like what it, Ep- Epstein, like I don't get it. From what I've understood, it's not one person. No, it's a group of it's people. It's a group of people. Going under an alias as yeah. a person. 100%. Like it's way too complicated for it to be one person. This is the alias they use. Yeah, Satoshi. Um, so I don't know, but... um. And I heard that, and I I understand, but like when I started understanding more of the technology behind yeah. Bitcoin, crypto, Ethereum, all these things, I was like, oh, this really is the future. Like we go through different. I mean, there's debt cycle. This is the debt cycle, right? Yep. We're coming to the end of one. We always have to reform whatever credit system we're using. Yep. And so I think that's this is the next thing. Totally. And um, and yeah, things are are popping off. Like I really, I'm, yeah, I'm putting some eggs in the basket on this one. Yeah. And I'm I'm. 98% believe I'm right. Interesting. So do you care what price Bitcoin's at? Or do you just buy it? Just buy it. Because it's going to like grow. Bitcoin's going to go to a million dollars a coin. You think? 100% it's going to. See, that stresses me out. See, because yeah. you can you can fractionally invest in Bitcoin. Which, this is the thing that bothers me. And this is why I wish I did more research early on. Because right. I didn't know that. I treated Bitcoin like stocks. Oh, you I have needed, to buy a whole one. I have to buy a whole one. Didn't know that until six months ago. Oh. <gasps> And so I was like, shoot, I've been trying to, I've been wanting to get a Bitcoin for probably two years now. And I just thought I had to buy a whole coin. Does having the little gold coin actually mean anything? No, no. 
It's all. Oh, okay. Yeah. Does it have one of those? <laughs> True. <laughs> I didn't know if I had like a it's secret. It's all digital. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, but that's what I wanted to talk about because th- these can be bought fractionally. Yeah. There's this trend, not really a trend right now, but um, a new investing scheme, which is to fractionally invest in real estate. Mm. And there's a couple places like Republic um, and one other that you can go on and buy little tiny parts of these investment properties and you can be rewarded with cash flow mm. from them. So it's like a way for people to invest in real estate without actually investment. taking it all yeah. on. It's just cool to see how the internet's allowed people to fractionally invest. So anyone has a fair chance because mm-hmm. you can buy a dollar's worth. Yeah. So I just think that's cool. But yeah, but yeah. Uh, I just get so nervous putting my money into something like that. Yeah, I I get I understand, but I feel like worry. I should. I you just just do your research. I think that's it. Like that's for me. I was very worried about it too because I was unsure about it. Um, Did you buy Bitcoin or Ethereum? I've bought in both. I bought both, but I've primarily put most of it in Ethereum. Really? Yeah, I have about five and a half coins of Ethereum right now. Right, and uh, and then I have like, yeah, fractions of Bitcoin. Oh, yeah, of course. It, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. From what I'm understanding of it, I was like, oh, wow, like this really is going to be the future. And even right now, Ethereum's at like 2200, 2300 right now, Canadian. Yeah. And they're expecting that to go up to four grand by September. So, so it's over. Wow. Mm-hmm. Can you click one year? Oh, baby. You don't want to know this. Oh, that hurts me. Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear one? I'm oh, mad. Want to hear a crazy story, though? So there's a guy I was following. And uh, he he bought big, he bought six Bitcoin in 2012. Oh, he's Roland Dolan. That's what we thought. And we're just like, oh man, how is it, how are those returns looking? He's like, if you really want to know, I um I used all of them to buy a drone a year later. <laughs> Bruh. And we're just like, what? He's just like, I just didn't understand Bitcoin. I didn't think it was going anywhere. I thought it was just like a Ponzi scheme. So I was like, oh, this is stupid. And I just you know used it to buy a drone. Oh, and then you know, I hope that drone made a million of dollars. <laughs> it, it ended up doing it, yeah. Like, he is a millionaire now, but oh, sweet, yeah. So, it worked out for him. But I was just like, that hurts. Like, oh, totally. imagine having six Bitcoin and now it's like $70,000 Canadian per. That's crazy. And it's gonna go. It, it's, most I wish I had money too. Did I had, had the ability to invest back then, mm, right? I wish I had the uh, understanding. I, I mean, yeah, I guess it's the understanding. So we were talking about it my fourth year. So 2014, 2015, we were t- I, me and my friends were talking about it, and they knew a lot about it. I was kind of like, whatever. I didn't really know. You didn't, there wasn't even, like, the, the services available to easily get into it back then. No, anyways. you had to mine it. You had to really, yeah. Uh, you had to get into it. So, you know, I'm in it now. Um, it's, I, it can, you can feel the FOMO if you want to, but there's just such dramatic upside to this that I, I don't feel like I've missed out on anything. Um, mm. The best is yet to come. Like they're expecting Bitcoin to hit uh, 120 Canadian by September. Like what? Like pretty much double. Yeah, that's insane. So that's it. We're here for it. We're putting money into Bitcoin. Can I do that through a corporation? I wonder. Um. Yeah, you could. You just got to do go to an exchange. That's mm. the beauty. That's the beauty of a decentralized currency, man. All right, you Ben. Don't have to go through the freaking banks. That's it. All right, Ben. <laughs> going, in, going into crypto. But yeah, I mean, 
I've yeah, I've even levered. I've I've actually borrowed money to put it. I'm gonna say that's what I would do. It's just like because of I came across. Um, oh my! Because it's not investing. No, it's just buying Bitcoin's not I'm investing. L- I'm literally shorting the dollar right now. Is what I'm doing. Yeah, and because I know the dollar's wicked inflated, it's gonna keep getting inflated, and so I'm just protecting, hedging against it, and so using borrowed money to do that. I came across a, a company called BlockFi. Yeah. Well, they will, you know, I put Ethereum, I hold my Ethereum with them, and they'll pay you uh, interest for your holdings. Just to hold it. Yeah, and 5.5% on Ethereum. 5.5% on Ethereum. They won't on Bitcoin. No, they won't. Be, that's what I'm saying. They'll give you pay you 55 I'm just, I want to get this very clear. They'll pay you 5.5% on your Ethereum. So your money inflates. I mean, your money's just going up, period. So yeah. you, you get five and a half on Ethereum plus the fact it's inflating because the dollar's trash. Wow. So you, you can do well. And so I was like, okay, so right now I'm currently, I can borrow X money at, you know, two and a half percent and I can gain interest at five and a half, over, over five and a half percent. Oh, so the numbers work out anyway. Oh, yeah. Like you're making money doing it by, so like, yeah, you're making money by, taking borrowed money and throwing it in that's sick i would do that with credit cards where i would use a credit card and i would go buy a bunch of prepaid visas and then with those i would go buy um um money grams at canada post for the entire amount of that i have in visas so it cost me about eleven dollars or something to get a money gram and i'd buy like six thousand dollars worth of prepaid visas so my original credit card gets six thousand dollars worth of points on purchase and then I use the money grams to put them back in my checking account to pay the credit card. <laughs> That's gangster. Yeah. Because I needed to get a welcome bonus and I wasn't going to hit it. You're hilarious. Yeah, and I wanted it. Because it was, it was like $300 worth of points and it only cost me 11 bucks. Okay. I'm in. Because if you buy the prepaid visas from Canada Post and do business with Canada Post, there's no activation fees. Oh. So it was just one quick transaction that looked very scammy while I was getting my three hundred dollars. It was was it was it all was the effort worth the three hundred dollars? Totally, dude. I have nothing. <laughs> I have time. If I have one thing, it's time. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Says the guy who owns like ten properties. Uh, three. <laughs> Sir. I have time for money. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. You um, know, like that's it's like an afternoon at the Canada Post. Fair play. You know? Yeah. Okay. I get you, man. I love it. Dope. Well, is there any last thing? Yeah, Mac, what's on, on your mind? I'm still thinking about NFTs. Oh, oh. really getting in the NFTs. I just think they're so interesting because I've been seeing so many more people post about it. And I'm just like, oh no, now everyone's gonna know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I TikTok <laughs> showed up today about NFTs and I was like, Oh, it's it's public domain now. Yeah, because I already know there's gonna be like people our age that are just going to be like Find goofing to, and yeah. gagging with it. And then they're like, oh, I actually made money. Yeah. And then, I don't know. I mean, obviously, there's so many people in the world. Yeah. No matter what's going to happen. But I just think it's so interesting how it it feels like a trend. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. It just feels like it's going to. Isn't that all away. investing is just like a bunch of people doing one thing at once. And they're like, oh, now I'm going to. Yeah. And then people stop. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. remember whipped coffee? <gasps> That was almost a year ago. I know, dude. It's crazy. I'm not a coffee drinker, so I don't know. 
Yeah, you like your hot chocolate from second cup. He's straight up, bro. He could have made the whip top. Cho- he could have made whip top chocolate. Yeah. That wow. actually. Do you see second cups closed in a bunch of the locations? Yeah, I mean, and Starbucks. We just saw they sold off to a company in Quebec. Really? For dude. Right. I talked like about one point two million, wasn't it? Or something. Like four, four million. That's crazy. Actually, it was something like. There's properties worth more than that in the city. Straight up. Well, that's like, that was my whole video on Instagram about oh, it. Oh, 14 million. 14 million, sorry. Yeah. There's still properties worth more that, than that in the city. That's that, crazy. Dude, 14 million. That's $65,000 per location. Bro, they could have, their hot chocolate was banging. Dude, I don't know what's going to happen with them. I hope they stay, stick around. I love them so much. You guys stock up. Yeah, you're right. That's crazy. 14 million plus. On performance post purchase, Whatever that's that weird. Means. Yeah, I'm still interested in like why Starbucks. Actually oh, it was like a, yeah, yeah. Second cup is sold to Quebec. Yeah, Starbucks. at least they're keeping it in Canada. St- yeah, true. Oh yeah, 144 locations are closing by March. Right now. Yeah, yeah I saw. Well, yeah, the oh one yeah, over. All over here in Scotia Square closed. And the <gasps> one right there yeah. on Barrington closed. Oh, that did. Yeah. So there's only the one only Spring one, Garden. Yeah, yeah. Only one now. They closed the professional center too. Oh. Only the one across from the Lawtons, across from Park Lane. Yeah. And yeah. the ones in the superstore. But they closed all the ones in the chapters. Interesting, because then there's only the one that's up in Bears Lake that has a drive through. There's the two the in Bears two. Lake. Two in Bears one Lake. One in the north end, one down here. Okay, so let's talk about this for two seconds. Let's My Uber it. orders for Starbucks take a long time now. This just makes me mad now. All right. Okay. <laughs> so I'll admit, very smart business move for Starbucks to move everything to the superstore. Yeah. But how, I get a Starbucks but every how time. stupid is that, dude? What do you mean? It's so dumb. So to I, a Starbucks in a superstore? Yeah. Well, hear me out. This takes me back to the pandemic. Okay. The only things that are allowed to be open, superstore. Walmart, Costco, big box stores. Yeah. And then you're going to shut down all the small guys. It's not their choice that they want to be shut down. It's the government says you got to close yeah. down. Yeah. But you're going to keep all these big guys open. You're going to make sure you're just going to concentrate everybody to these places. Yeah. And now Starbucks gets to survive because they get to open Superstore because that's the only place you're allowed to be in. Yeah, but they opened like two months ago, three months ago. Everything's been open. I know. I'm mainly talking about, obviously it doesn't apply to us. I'm mainly yeah. talking about in other parts of the country and also the States. Right. Where it's just kind of like, really? Wow. Yeah, but I mean, Starbucks on, has man. existed inside Targets basically since inception. Mm. So I feel like being inside grocery stores is actually only new to us. Mm. Because the fact, it only happened during the pandemic, though. Like, Right. They, they pretty much closed all their mall locations for in favor for these locations, right? Yeah. Yeah. True. Except but. for like high performers, because like... Um, like um, Halifax Shopping Center that one's still open, but Halifax Shopping Center is like busy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just like I just I just I'm annoyed personally for the small businesses in the city. Where totally, it's like, oh, 100. Because to be honest, I feel safer in a small local grocery store than I do in like a huge. Yeah, where you just like literally more people. There's higher traffic in these areas. Yeah, I'm like I don't know how this makes sense. But yeah, whatever. Well, thank you all so much for listening in. This we just kind of rambled, dude. This was not a good episode, and I apologize <laughs> to everybody for it. Like, it was awful. But thank you so much for your patience, everyone, and so much for listening in. If you made it this far, thank you. 
so much. So, however you listen to this, whether you are going for a jog or on the bus, going to Starbucks and a superstar, <laughs> whatever you're doing, wherever you are, we love you. Peace. <laughs>